Anywho. You think a robot's going to jerk it, jerk jerk us <laughs> off in this book? You think a robot's going to jerk us off? Because even as... <laughs> Sorry, what are we... <laughs> Hello on? and welcome to Chicken and Raffles' Choose Your Own Adventure Adventures. I'm Chicken and Raffles. I'm Jessica. Uh, and today, Jessica's going to be reading a book, so I'm going to let her take it from here. Yep. And try to be producer man on this episode. Episode. It's going to be bad. It might. It's a different setup. It might be fun. <clears throat> Hopefully this will be the last one that's going to be weird like this. Yeah. But, uh. You never know. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, welcome to the show. And today we are reading an Endless Quest book, uh, Robbers and Robots by Mike Carr. Mike Carr? Yeah. He, he by definition, likes cars, which are robots, <laughs> which will take over the future at some point, they said. Yeah, hundred years ago, look at where we are now. Yeah, I wish the robots would have taken more jobs. Then, then we wouldn't be where we're at. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do you want to talk about in the beginning of it, or do you want me to just like jump? No, we could just go straight into it. Okay. People don't need a a billion years of banter. You had it. There you go. I said jerk off robot. And we're going. We should. Can I read this little blurb here? Uh, okay. Blurb it up. In this story, you are Terry Morton, a young person with an avid interest in electronics, at the moment completely unaware of the dangers you are about to face. You, your dog, Rusty, oh my God, yes. and your friend, Dennis Frost, are enjoying a Saturday morning walk on the way to your uncle's robot factory as the story begins. <laughs> Okay, great, good. <laughs> what was his name? Ben Frost? Oh, Dennis. Dennis Frost. That sounds like an awesome name. You thinking about Dennis from It's Always Sunny plus Mark Frost? I mean, those are two things that popped into my head. But Robert I was Frost. thinking like, and that, sure, yep. Mm-hmm. No, I was thinking like, uh, he's like an X-Man. Oh, like Captain Cold. Sure, or Iceman. The X-Man. The actual X-Man. Yeah. Captain Cold's... Uh, it, we're going to... We're moving past... Pla- this has nothing s- to do with the story. Mr. Plowing right through it. Your very own robot, Dennis exclaims. I still find that hard to believe. Your golden retriever, Rusty, cocks his head to the side and looks at you as if he too finds it hard to believe. Well, it's not really mine, but I did help build it. With lots of help, of course. I think it's neat that your uncle, Sidney, runs a robot company. You're pretty lucky, you know. My uncle owns a laundromat. There's a trace of envy in Dennis's voice. He kicks a stone off the sidewalk and watches it until it stops rolling. Morton Electronics isn't just a robot company, you explain. It makes a lot of electronic things. I've really learned a lot by spending the summer here with my uncle. He let me see all the work they do. And then Bob Gadbling, the research manager, offered to show me how to build a robot. He was making one called Gert. So I built one just like it and called mine Bert. Oh my god, I was just going to say, did he call his Bert? 
That's great. I love it. <laughs> Wait till you see them. I'm glad they're finished, so I can show you how they work today. Dennis shakes his head in wonder. I don't know how you do it, Terry. To me, electronics is a mystery, but you're just really good at it. <laughs> I love wow. the I miss the eighties where you could just be like, like praising me hardcore. Oh man, you oh you're so cool with your robots. Oh man, I wish I could be like you. I'm just gonna end up in manual labor. <laughs> oh well. It's just a knack I have, I guess. I've always been interested in electronics, and I I read a lot of books about it, too. Don't you ever get tired of it? I mean, doesn't taking apart telephones and stuff get boring after a while? It's obvious Dennis doesn't share your fascination for the subject. No, not at all, you reply. Everything is a little bit different inside, and you never know what you're going to find until you open it up. You remember that video game I fixed for you last week? Oh, this kid's fixing... It was like, a, it was like solving a puzzle. I wasn't done this talking. Kid, I know, but ah. he's fixing video games. Okay. I'm amazed. At first, I was like, I don't know what the big deal is about Terry. But now I'm like, oh, shit, he fixed his cartridge? I would just, like, ruin them immediately. Oh, yeah. Just blow into it and be like, is it better now? And turns oh, out, no. no, actually, your spit is... Uh, destroying the metal on the inside and he was like i knew that yeah and terry was the one kid who was like uh yeah don't blow into your cartridge well you acted pretty puzzled when i beat you at it after you fixed it you knew dennis wouldn't be able to resist reminding you of that oh man dude dennis just dunked on you so you fixed his game and then he's like okay cool let's play it now and then he beats your ass that's great i'm dennis i'm a total dennis yeah and later i'd be like oh yeah that was so cool hey fix it and then how i beat your ass in the game you want to play again <laughs> that's why i don't have friends dennis you should know better yeah i should he may not know much about electronics, but he sure is a wizard at electronic games. You are thinking about this as you wait for the traffic to clear before crossing the busy street you've, you've come to. Rusty waits patiently at the curb for the right moment, then crosses with you, his coat glistening like gold in the morning sun. Can your uncle's robots really zap somebody? Dennis asks. He sounds like a kid who would play with guns. Yeah, probably. They sure can, you explain. And pretty good, too. But security robots are still experimental. These will move around a building following a chemical track on the floor, or they can be maneuvered by remote control with a hand controller like this one. You fish in your pants pocket and pull out what looks like a tiny pocket calculator. Dennis examines it with interest. It's so small. What are these buttons for? Taking the controller back from Dennis, you point out different buttons as you explain. This one turns off the robot on or off by remote control. These buttons make it move or turn in different directions. This is the blowjob button. This is the one where you get a robot blowjob. And it's got settings. So if you like it hard or if uh, the maximum setting is suck it dry. This little screen shows you where and how far away someone, maybe a burglar, is when the robot sensors detect his body heat. 
And these other buttons make the robot do other things, like flashing a bright light, sounding an alarm, or using its arms to grab something. Like your penis and jerk it off. (laughs) Yay, it's going to happen. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. That's the idea. What about the zapper? Yeah, what about it? It's called a taser device. It shoots out a little dart with a wire attached, and it gives off a pretty good shock. That's factually accurate. It'll buzz a guy for a second, and then he won't be able to move for a while until it wears off, but he's okay later. As you start to put the controller back into your pocket, Dennis pulls out something from his. A Game Boy. Here's what I've been working on this week, he says proudly. He holds up a small bottle filled with a pink-colored liquid. Knowing Dennison's love for chemistry, you are curious. But before you can ask, he tells you. It's a liquid that produces knockout gas when you expose it to the air. I'm sorry, what? Dennis is a fucking terrorist? He loves video (laughs) games. He's building a bomb. And he's envious. (laughs) That's his motive. Oh, he has a motive now. Yeah. No, I thought he was just like an idiot kid. Uh, that was his that was his thing. He was like, Oh, you're so good with computers. I wish I wasn't stupid. But he's a video game wizard. Yeah, but that doesn't mean shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I'm the best at burger time. I'm the burger time champ. Oh my god. And it's like, great, buddy. That doesn't make you a fucking chemist. Come on, Dennis, that's too much. Even your new chemistry set doesn't have stuff to make something like that. So he's got another chemistry set. Yeah. You're right, Dennis says, but having a big brother who's a chemistry major at the university helps a lot. Now you begin to take him seriously. Does it really work? Well, I think it will. I thought we could try it out on Rusty, Dennis says with a laugh. Ah, ah, ah. No, Dennis. No, don't poison my dog. Fuck you. At the mention of his name, Rusty stops and turns, ears peaked. Dennis leans down and pats the dog. Just kidding, fella, he says reassuringly. He looks back up at you and continues. Actually, I thought we could try it out on some of those muskrats down by the river. Oh, that's much better. Serial killer vibes all the (laughs) way. He's, He's still into animal cruelty. Dennis is fucked. Yeah, there's usually some of them on those cement sewer outlets down the hill from my uncle's plant. We can corner a couple and and try out your knockout gas after I show you the robots. As you cross the railroad tracks, where the fuck is this place? Yeah, we're just going into the woods. Yeah, Yeah, no, yeah. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. He's luring us into his child serial killer lair. They're calling it a plant. Where is, yeah, my plant. Where all my dead cats are. Yeah. Yep. And the muskrats were going to keep cages. Yeah. Those are what feral. I call the other children that I've trapped. Oh, okay. You're my new muskrat, Terry. <laughs> As you cross the rebo tracks, Dennis abruptly changes the subject. When do you have to leave for home? When do you have to leave for home? Suddenly, you don't feel so good anymore. <laughs> Next week, on Tuesday... School starts the week after that, but I'm sure not looking forward to it. Why not? Dennis asks. Don't you like your school? 
Oh, it's okay, I guess. Especially since I'll be the president of the computer club this year. Oh, cool. But I don't have any real friends there. Aww. In fact, even though we just met this summer, you're, you're my the best, best friend. friend I have. You're my best friend, Dennis. Oh, that's kind of sad. Hey, thanks, Terry. You've been a lot of fun to have around. It's too bad you don't live around here. But don't worry about school. You'll make more friends. Sometimes it takes a while, and having a few really good friends is more important than being popular with everybody. That's true. That's right? a good He's lesson. Life lessons. Yeah, way to go, Dennis. Of animal cruelty. You step off the curb of another street near your uncle's factory. Hack. You jump in reaction. <laughs> Just saying all capital letters. How am I supposed to do this? You honk like a horn. I did. I honk like a horn. You did. You did a great job. You jump in reaction to the blaring horn as a big black sedan rockets around the corner. In horror, you watch as it misses Rusty by inches. Holy shit. Then you jump aside. The car swerves and flashes past you. Out of the way, Terry! The driver shouts out the window at you. He meant to scare you. Your shock turns to anger as you realize who the driver is. Max Kimball? You sputter. Who the fuck is Max Kimball? He works at the Morton Electronics plant with Bob Gladding and my uncle. What a jerk. Okay. You said it. He's been mean and unfriendly all summer. He says he hates kids. And, and dogs both. He even kicked Rusty one time. Oh! Lately, he's been he's been sore at What Bob was this motherfucker's and name? And my uncle, because... You want me to cut you off? Okay, Max Kimball. Yeah, I know. But Max Kimball, that was his name, right? Yes. This motherfucker needs to die. No. Did you not read the part yeah. where he just said he kicked the dog? Yeah. Lately, he's been sore at Bob and my uncle because Bob's robot design was accepted and his wasn't. He made a robot called Bruno, and for months all anyone heard was how great it was. When it then it when then when it didn't get approved by my uncle, Max got real mad at everybody. You pause. Something doesn't make sense. Then you realize what it is. Hmm. Wait a minute. Why is Max going to the plant? He's supposed to be on vacation in Hawaii. <clears throat> oh, I thought he got fired. Get out of here. Nobody wants to have sex with your butt robot named Bruno. Get it out of my factory. Yeah. Max, you're a disgrace. I'll be back and I'll kick your son's dog or whatever. Yeah. Nephew. You and Dennis discuss the puzzle as you walk the last few blocks to the Morton Electrics plant. Crossing the bridge over the river, you have a fuel view. <laughs> Shit. Crossing the bridge, looking at the river, you have a full view of the building. <laughs> I mean, you can keep going, I guess, yeah. if you want to. Just don't even, don't even bother. <laughs> yeah, somehow I'll cut that into it. Oh my god, this is going to be a nightmare. A large parking lot slopes down toward the riverbank. Because it's usually full of cars during the week, it looks pretty empty on a Saturday. 
approaching the end of the bridge, you realize that something doesn't look quite right at the plant. Hold up a minute, Dennis. What's up? He asks. I don't know, you reply uncertainly, but something's wrong. Let's wait here for a minute. You motion toward a telephone booth alongside a cement piling at the end of their bridge. Rusty waits patiently while you and Dennis peer over the top of the cement. Look, you said, pointing at, uh, yep. Look, you say, pointing at the nearly empty parking lot. That's Max standing by the, that's Max standing by his car toward the back of the lot. What's he doing, Terry? Is that a walkie-talkie he's holding? You study Max as he leans against his car. He's a large, overweight, he's a large, overweight man with a bald spot on top of his head. He seems to be talking into something in his hand as he glances about nervously. I don't know for sure, but it looks like it, you say to Dennis. You recognize three other cars in a parking lot. One belongs to Bob Gladding, the research manager. The other two belong to Milt Davis and Ed Siegel, the security guards at the plant. Those other three cars would normally be here on a Saturday, but I sure don't know what Max is doing here, you tell Dennis. Looking around the corner of the building, you see a truck backed into the loading dock. Express, trunk, Express Truck Rental is painted on the side. I've never seen that truck at the loading dock here before. The company has its own trucks, and there usually aren't any shipments on Saturday anyway. Do you think something's wrong? Maybe we better call the cops, Dennis says. Fuck that. I don't know if anything's wrong, you reply slowly. But I do wonder what's going on. We'd feel pretty silly if we were to call the police, and it turned out to be a perfectly reasonable explanation. I would call my uncle, but he won't be home until tonight. Maybe we should check it out. If you think you should go ask Max what is going on, turn to page 152. If you think you should stay hidden and watch what Max does, check outside the building. Turn to page 115. Uh, I don't want to go right up to the guy, so let's keep stay hidden. Stay hidden. Okay. I'm an adventure boy. I feel like we're really going far. But I know it goes back and forth crazy. Yeah. You stay out of sight and watch Max for a minute more. He keeps looking around nervously in all directions. From time to time, he bends his head maybe to speak into his walkie-talkie. Moving carefully, you crouch down to keep the landscaped embankment between you and Max so he doesn't see you. As you survey the building, you see no signs of any activity. Everything is quiet. No one comes or goes, and the only thing you see are Max and the rental truck. You're wondering what to do next when Dennis grabs your arm and says, Hey, Terry, take a look at the back of the truck. I think there's enough room between it and the door of the loading dock to squeeze through and sneak into the building without Max seeing us. Right, hmm. let's go. All right. Trying to keep hidden from Max's view... You lead the way in a low, crouching run, with Dennis and Rusty close behind you. You reach the truck safely and stop for a moment to listen. Everything is silent, except your heart, which seems to be pounding a mile a minute. 
You sneak a quick peek through the narrow gap between the truck and the doorway. There's no one in sight in the warehouse. It's now or never. Run! Come on, you whisper to Dennis as you lift yourself up onto the dock and squeeze through the opening. Dennis lifts Rusty, Dennis lifts Rusty up, then follows. Wow, Dennis says in a whisper. This is a big place. Yeah. During the week, it's full of people. But it's kind of creepy with no one around. Except for the robots. <laughs> Let's see some robots. It's like the book's called Robbers and Robots. Let's see a robot. Yeah, we've already mentioned a burglar. Yeah. Dennis takes a position to serve out as a lookout into the warehouse area. You quickly explore the back of the truck, but you only see a few empty boxes. Well, this truck certainly looks empty, you tell Dennis. What else is located in this building? Dennis asks curiously. There are three sections. The warehouse is where all the finished stuff is stored in cartons and prepared for shipping. The manufacturing area is where the assembly lines and robot lab are located. The third part is the office area, which has the room where all the robots' blueprints are kept. Boring. My Uncle Sid's office, the cafeteria, the library, and a lot of other offices. But that's on the other end. Where are the guards? Well, they have an office by the main entrance. Well, they have an office by the main entrance to the lobby. And usually one of them sits back where he can keep an eye out on the loading dock. You point to an office chair near the doorway. Hey, look, there... Hey, look, that, that, that chair's been knocked over. How strange, says Dennis. Mm-mm. I wonder if something's going on. Yeah, the security guard had to take a really big dump. And he had to, like, run. He was like, oh, this will be a fart. This will be a clean fart. Oh, oh, God. I don't know, Terry. <laughs> this doesn't look too good. Maybe we should just leave and call the cops. Fuck you, Dennis. Five. We got five choices. What is your dad a cop? Tell me, Dennis. Option one: If you want to check around the warehouse to see if anyone in in the shipping or storage area, turn to page fifteen. Okay. Option two: If you decide you'd better call the cop, if number two: If you decide that you better call the police instead of getting involved further, turn to page 22. Eat my ass. Option three. If you want to go to the manufacturing part of the building where the robot lab is located, turn to page 141. I mean, that one seems like a pretty obvious one. Mm -hmm. We keep going. Option four. Go to the library. If you want to go to the office area of the building where your uncle's office and the room with the robot blueprints are, turn to page 16. Okay, what about the fifth choice? Number five. If you want to call out for the guards, Milt and Ed, turn to page 148. Ed! (laughs) No, we're going to go to the robot lab, obviously. Uh, Get me a robot blowjob. Let's have it. Maybe there's a dog jerk off bot. No. I don't know. <laughs> All 
I'm glad I marked this as explicit on everything. It's explicit. This way, you say to Dennis, as you start cautiously through the warehouse, where are we going? To the manufacturing area, where the robots are kept. You've got to make sure that they're safe. As you move cautiously through the warehouse, you both look down the empty aisles between rows of boxes. It seems strangely quiet. Does some unseen danger look beyond the next row? You move on, through an open door and into the assembly area. Wow, Dennis whispers. Is this where they build the robots and other stuff? Yeah, those are all assembly lines, like I said. Yeah, Dennis, what are you, fucking stupid? <laughs> I just told you what we were doing, man. <laughs> I know. You've been huffing that pink gas, my dude? What are you doing? <laughs> Machines and assembly tables fill the large room. Electronic parts are everywhere you look. Let's go over there. You point towards the middle of the room. We can see into the research lab from there. The robots are kept there. The two of you make your way stealthily. The two of you make your way stealthily past looming machinery and piles of metal and plastic parts. Listen, Dennis says softly. You stop and listen. You hear voices. Robot voices. Where are they? Dennis asks. You raise your head to peer over the top of a machine. Through the doorway to the lab, you can see two men in green. You see two men in gray trench coats looking through cabinets and drawers. Oh, shit. Bert stands near the open doorway. Bert's the robot that I built. Yeah. <laughs> and Gert is the one that they built. Yeah, Gert's somebody else's robot. And I then Bruno is somebody else's robot, too. No, he's the too. evil one. That's the Max. Is evil. he the jerk-off bot? Which one does that? No. Which one's evil enough for that? That's not where you left him yesterday. The two men are talking, but you can't make out what they're saying. They're in the research lab. Dennis sneaks a glance over the top of the machine and sees the two men also. What are they doing? They're looking for something. Let's move a little closer. You make your way stealthily to a well-hidden spot behind an assembly table where you're close enough to get a good look. You can hear the men speaking into the handheld radios with heavy accents that sound Russian. Oh, no. They're hacking the election. <laughs> Mix, it is just as you said. These will please their superiors very much. Max's voice crackles back over the radio. Good, Yuri. Your people are paying me plenty for this, so be sure to get it all. Don't worry, we will, but it is time to go soon, yes? Yeah, you better hurry it up. <laughs> that was so much effort for that. <laughs> get those robots and let's get rolling. Oh, Max is a southern boy now. <laughs> yeah, I got into it for a second. Max Haas. <laughs> this is Danger Haas speaking now. Oh, Danger Haas. <laughs> get over my walkie-talkie. Sorry. Oh my god, dude, that voice for every character. <laughs> okay, we got a choice. 
If you want to stay and observe the two men while they... Option one. <laughs> if you want to stay and observe the two men a while to find out what they're going to do, turn to page 60. And option number two. If you want to activate Bert by using your hand controller and use a robot against the men, turn to page 77. Oh my god, we're going to page 77. I want to activate the robot. I want to get him to jerk him off to death. <laughs> and then me. Oh my god. The not Dennis. Come on, Bert. <laughs> Beep boop. Must jerk off. All in vicinity. You want to see it? Must jerk off. There's Bert. Inseminate. Inseminate. He's so short. Bert is very short. He can reach, though. Yeah, he could reach. I'm going to use Bert to stop these guys. You whisper to Dennis as you pull the controller unit from your pocket. Are you sure it's going... Are you sure it will work? Sure. Are you ready? Dennis nods and strains to see your robot in action. You press the button and Bert comes to life. The men in the room look up in surprise. With arms raised, Bert advances towards one of the men. The agent backs away, but Bert grab, grabs him firmly with his steel arms. Oh no, this robot is grabbing my penis. Oh, it feels so good. The other spy rushes over and starts to hit Bert with a piece of metal he grabs from the lab bench. Quit jerking off, my clang, friend! Clang! <laughs> Bert is tough. But you've got to do something before they damage him. Let them have it with the taser dart, Terry! <laughs> Dennis urges. Okay, here it goes. There's a short buzz as the dart shoots out of Bert's body and into the man in his grasp. The agent goes limp. And Bert... And Bert... Let's... What does Bert do? <laughs> He lets him drop to the floor. Fuck yeah. Go Bert. The taser device reacts and Okay. Retracts. Retracts, yeah. The taser device retracts into Bert's body and he turns toward the second man. But the other spy has seen enough. He runs out the lab door, shouting into his handheld radio. Come on, Dennis, you say. We've got to make sure Bert is okay. Wow, I just changed it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was not the Russian man. Nah. But that's fine. Come on, Dennis, you say. You've got to make sure Bert is okay. Inside the lab, Dennis looks down at the limp form. The limp form of the on Russian the floor. man. Mm-hmm. Is he dead? No. He'll wake up in a little while. And be okay. There's only enough juice to stun someone. Hey, look at this. You say angrily, pointing at Bert's metallic body. They dented him. Aww. You check Bert carefully to see if they've damaged him anywhere else. But there are some scratches and a couple of small dents, but he seems alright. I mean, he's a fucking robot. At that moment, Max bursts into the room his beady eyes red with anger you kids are in for it now he says with a sneer he reaches out and grabs the controller for his robot from the counter oh no bruno he presses a button and bruno and bruno starts up oh no the butthole it's robot going to be a robot fight oh my god cool 
Max's face twists into an evil grin. Bert's gonna jerk. I'll show Bert. you what a real robot can do. Yeah, I'm gonna, my robot's gonna jerk off your robot to death. And your robot's never gonna fuck anyone in the butt ever again. God. That's what you think, Max. That pile of junk of yours is no match for Bert. You've waited all summer to tell him off. Yeah, because you got fucking shit else to do. That's big talk, kid. Your puny little thing doesn't stand a chance against a machine 30 pounds heavier. 30 pounds? That's not much of a difference in a fucking robot fight guy. I thought you were going to say, like, 30 tons heavier. Mm -hmm. No, Bruno's just like, he's got a paunch. (laughs) Now with fighting paunch. He bought some... Oh, no, what if he's on steroids? Oh, no, (laughs) robo-steroids. He's got an advantage. (laughs) Max maneuvers Bruno around to face Bert, and you see the light glint off its shiny black body. Its huge, menacingly claw arm upraised. There's not a moment to waste. You extend Bert's arms and advance him towards Bruno, Suddenly, there's a blinding flash from the black robot's spotlight. Stunned for a moment, you close your eyes to protect them from the overpowering beam of light. Get the light, Terry! (laughs) (laughs) I love that Bruno's big attack is to blind the person controlling the other robot. It's very bright. Oh, I I gotta do something that isn't punch him with my robot. Get the light, Terry! Dennis shouts. You squint your eyes to see where the light's coming from so that you can send Bert after it. Both his arms reach out for the spotlight. There's a big pop and the light goes out. Okay, cool. Dennis starts to pick things up from the tables in the lab and throw them at Bruno. As the black robot's arm closes into a giant threatening fist... Dennis heaves a chunk of metal at the mechanical monster. It bounces off harmlessly. Yeah, it's a fun... What are you doing, Dennis? Forget Bruno, Dennis. Get Max. This isn't a fucking cat that you can kill. Rusty, get him. (laughs) Snarling, the dog lunges towards the big man. Bruno's giant fist slaps. Vagiant fist. Bruno, sorry, I just, all I heard is Bruno's vagina fist. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, how do you make a claw into a fist? I don't know. It's just a circle. You've made it into a threatening circle. Bruno's giant fist lashes out at Bert and lands with a sickening clang. Bert shakes from the force of the blow, but he seems all right. I feel pain. He turns on his clicking treads and raises his arms. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you can grab Bruno's claw arm, maybe you can stop him. Yeah, maybe. One more blow like that and your precious robot will be a pile of junk, kid. Max yells. His words turn into a howl of pain and as Rusty clamps his jaws into Max's leg. Right Now's your chance. Leg. Nice. Bert's arms reach up and grab Bruno's claw arm. You tighten Bert's grip and hold on. Oh no, you don't, kid. 
Max frantically presses. <laughs> <laughs> I love that read. Not, oh, no, you don't, kid. Oh, no, you don't, kid. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> You're just making more work for yourself. I know. I know I am. I'll quit. I'm done. Max frantically presses buttons on his controller, but his robot can't force its way out of Bert's vice-like grip. Bruno's claw clicks open and closed, but now it's harmless in Bert's grasp. You've got him now. If you could only tip him over. Bert surges forward, his tracks churning powerfully just a bit more. With a thunderous crash, the big black machine topples to the floor, its wheels spinning harmlessly. Max curses loudly, then throws down his hand controller and starts to reach under his coat. Watch out, Terry! Shouts Dennis as he... Watch out, Terry! Shouts Dennis. He might have a gun. He might. In a flash, Bert turns on Max. You see a glint of black steel in Max's hand. It is a gun. Holy fuck. Without hesitating, you press the taser button. The dart shoots out and into Max's leg. There's a buzz, and Max's whole body recoils from the shock. He freezes in place, then drops in a heap as the gun falls harmlessly to the floor. Ooh, we should give it to Dennis. Nice going, Terry. You got him. You got him. Got him. Dennis eagerly slaps you on the back in congratulation. You reach down and pick up Max's gun. It's heavier than the pistols you learned how to use at summer camp. Okay, cool. And it looks much more powerful. And you give it to Dennis. And you say, do whatever you want. I didn't give this to you. I don't know you have this. I'm going to go in two it's days. It's a good thing Max didn't get a chance to use it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Behind you, Terry, Dennis shouts. Oh, no. Without thinking, you swing around and point the gun at another man who was running into the lab. It's your uncle. He stops abruptly, throws up his hands, and starts jabbering in a foreign language. I think he wants to surrender, Dennis says. It's hard to tell what he's saying. But it looks as though Dennis is right, especially when the man slowly removes a gun from his coat and gingerly sets it down. Mm -mm. Dennis runs to call the police while you keep the man guarded. It takes a while, but eventually he returns with a bunch of office. But eventually he returns with a bunch of police officers. Max is just starting to stir again when they slap the handcuffs on him and take him away. The other man just seems relieved that it's over. After everything that's happened, you kind of feel that way too. I think he and my mother Russia calling me. And then freeze frame. When the chief detective and a man from the FBI arrive... What about the Pinkerton they Detective both Agency? They seem impressed by okay. what you and Dennis have done. <laughs> After they finish questioning the two of you, the FBI man says he wants to recommend you for a presidential citation. Oh, cool. Can I be a cop? It sounds like a nice idea, but you don't give it too much thought. 
But when your photo appears in the newspaper the next day, that's thrill enough. That feels pretty good. A few weeks later, you get a special letter from the White House. It's from the president himself. Ronald Reagan. You tear open the envelope and read it eagerly. Uh, Dear Terry, I have received a full report of your actions in protecting the valuable work of the Morton Electronics Company from foreign espionage activities. Your quick thinking and bravery exemplify exactly what our country needs to protect itself from foreign agents bent on stealing our national secrets and technology. Accordingly, I am pleased to award you the the, what am I? President's Medal, Medal in honor of your actions. I wish to thank you on behalf of all Americans. In addition, should you decide in the future that you wish to enroll in one of the U.S. service academies, Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, or Merchant Marine, please contact me if you meet certain minimum qualifications. <laughs> I will exert the influence of my office. To see that you receive a congressional appointment. The president. First, your picture in the paper, and now this. You can hardly believe it's really happening. But there's the letter right in your hand. You can imagine what the kids at school will say when they hear about this. Yeah, they'll say, Terry's still a nerd. Beat him up. But don't beat him up because he needs to fix my video game. Yeah. Also, he built a robot and... He, he, you know, you know, Terry's going to come back to town. He's going to be like, I met this really cool kid named Dennis who made a knockout potion that we never used. Oh, yeah. Also, I went to my uncle's robot factory where I built a robot named Bert. He got into a fight with another robot named Bruno and he won. Also, he jerked off a Russian guy to death. So that was my summer. And the kids are going to be like, boo, you suck. You still suck, Terry. Yeah, we don't believe any of it. Also, that. Dennis isn't real. You don't yeah. have any friends. You're a fucking liar. Oh, yeah, that's the reality. <laughs> and that's how the book really ends. Hey, we aced it. Another fucking ace in the hole. Yeah, that's fun. I don't even feel like another adventure. Like, yeah. I don't. I feel completely I feel satisfied. satisfied. Yeah. What a good one. Great job. It had a dog, a useless plot character, and uh, Dennis... Who was a goddamn psychopath who wanted to he kill animals? <laughs> this Pepno-Abysmal pink that was never used, like you said. Yeah, two robots. Two different kinds of robots. Three robots, technically. We tased a guy. Two guys. Uh, there was some Russian. Uncle? I did. Yeah, we never saw our uncle. We never saw our uncle. He might, he might as well come up later. Yeah. Maybe he's dead. That was good, though. This was uh, Robbers and Robots by My Car and it's a very lime green book yeah the feels endless, nice in the hand though the endless quest books are uh usually pretty good yeah it's number nine if you're interested yeah you should get it or don't you we know there's really only so many like copies a lot of robbers i mean i guess they were just the two russian guys what were they robbing they were the, stealing the robots oh okay like westworld yeah, Max is trying to steal the robot. I was like, this is exactly Westworld. Oh, okay. Up to and including the Russians. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anywho. Turns out the plot has been going on for a long time. <laughs> I wonder if this is Michael Carr. Because he wrote the last book, I think. You think he changed his name mid- Wait, Oh, yeah, this is the map. Oh, oh we never needed that. Nope. 
Uh, well, uh, thank you for having me here today. Oh, no problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, as yeah. you were, you're the guest voice. Yeah. <laughs> guest voices. by Yeah. Guest voices by me. Hi. I don't think we ever even introduced ourselves on this one. It's fine. I'm chicken and ruffles. Howdy. You can find me on the internet. Uh, this is Jessica. She doesn't want to be found on the internet, no. so don't go looking for her. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jessica. But she's Jessica. That's who she is. And, uh, I'm the wife. We love you guys very much. Uh, if you want to check out more of, of the Chicken and Raffles stuff, uh, we're everywhere now. Yeah, wherever just you find podcasts, anywhere you can, anywhere you can find in them. The, just in the crevices. Uh, Chicken and Raffles, uh, or Chicken and Raffles does stuff on the Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I might be on YouTube more soonish. Uh, same with other stuff, but uh, if you're on the iTunes specifically. Uh, if you could give us a sub, a uh, uh, rating, rating. Uh, rating helps. That would be great. Uh, uh, enjoy the quarantine. Life is still shitty. Uh, bye bye. <laughs>